Coming up on this episode of Sports Talk with Marcel, episode 95. We recap a very interesting week six in the NFL and we pick week seven games. Plus, we kick off the 2022-23 NBA season with tonight's opening games. Who I have missing the playoff this year in the NBA, MLB postseason, who's playing for the pennant, and who's now favorite to win the World Series. Best and worst of the week, NHL season is now in full gear, but who will be raising the Stanley Cup come June? And we recap a shocking weekend in college football, along with this day in sports history and more on this episode of Sports Talk with Marcel. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the ladies of this episode. Talk about myself. This is episode 95 on this wonderful chilly Tuesday. I'm in Chicago, October 18, 2022. It may be chilly elsewhere, but I know damn well it's chilly here. Uh, we have so much to go over. Thank God NBA season is back. Yes, yes, yes. A very interesting, um, very interesting game tonight. Should be very excited to go to stay on a quest for their, I believe, fifth title in the last six, seven years. Let's see if they get there. I do also going to preview who missing the postseason because that's all it's about. Who's winning the awards, the um, the the individual um, individual awards? Who's a woman who who will be missing the postseason? I do have all of that. Um, NHL's in full swing. Um, congratulations again to the Cardinal Avalanche. They beat the brakes off the Blackhawks last week. They hung up the banner at um, Pepsi Center in Denver, Colorado. But who will be holding up the um, Stanley Cup next year? It may be them. It may not be. I will tell you that in, later on in the show. And, of course, a shocking college football weekend. I, 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 I tell you, I was... I was kind of excited, but I then was a little bit upset because I saw reality at some point down the line when it comes to the college football playoff. And, of course, this day in sports history and um, best and worst. But we have to start. I do not want to start off with Washington and Chicago. I'm going to start off last night. Then we're going to shit back to that last Thursday horrible game. Last night, Monday Night Football, if... This game did not show you that the coaches of Denver and Los Angeles Chargers need to be replaced immediately. I don't know what will. Haskins and Stanley need to be gone immediately. Denver, Denver had this game. Their defense play outstanding. But the Chargers pulled off a miracle in the fourth quarter where they, would, they could have won... They won, but they could have won in regulation if the coach wasn't so, if his head went up his ass, honestly. Justin Herbert played a decent game, 37-57, 238 yards, had one interception. Austin Ackler, 14 carries, 36 yards, one touchdown. Okay game, but man, that, San, um, that I was finna say San Diego Chargers because they looked like the old San Diego Chargers. But the Chargers... Defense look awful. The Denver Broncos defense is top tier. But Russell Wilson, I promise you, and it hurts me to say this, Seattle look way better without Russell Wilson. Can you? I never thought I would see that or say that. 
The Denver Broncos offense have great pieces. You have um, um, Melvin Gordon as the running back. You have J- Jerry Judy. Um, you have Font. Or who? I mean, who? Who? Um, a couple keep um, targets, and the offense was only able to pick up what sixteen points, and most of that came in the first half. If this game did not show you. Russell Wilson was not worth what he got. I honestly don't know what to say to you. I honestly don't know what to tell you. 15 of 28 from Russell Wilson. Hey, 188 yards. Not nowhere near his elite level. And there's been rumors said that Russell Wilson right now is diminishing his legacy. And are he... Are, are, isn't he or isn't he not? He is definitely. 180 yards to a four, 60 minutes of football. They are. I, I just don't know how they beat San Francisco the, 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 a couple weeks ago. I just don't know. I just don't know how they beat them. Latavius Murray, 15 carries, 66 yards. Nobody else really. Greg um, Dunkcheck, I believe his first um, a rookie, he came in and DSM at the tight end position, two two uh, receptions, 44 yards. They just don't have too much on, too much now on offense. Either they can't catch the ball, they or Russell Wilson getting sacked, or he just completely just throwing the ball over. 4-14 on the fourth down for the Denver Broncos. They did have a fumble loss. They did allow four sacks. So I don't know what the I, I don't know what to tell you about the Denver Broncos. And whoever said they was going to win the Super Bowl, they they man, they must be crazy. I'd be surprised if they make the postseason. I would definitely be surprised if they make the postseason. I don't know what's going on with this Denver Broncos team. The coach is absolutely, I don't know, since week one, he's been telling the owner, John Elway, the the VP, fire me, because I don't know what I'm doing. You came in to be offensive guru. Now you don't even you score what fifteen point six per game, which is the fewest in the NFL. The Denver Broncos uh, average fifteen point six points a game. If that don't tell you horrible, I don't know what will. Now let's get to this horrible game we seen um, last Thursday night against the Washington Commanders and the Chicago Bears. Why it, it was it was it was awful. Let's be honest. It was non-watchable. Even though I had to sit and watch this. It was, I was just thinking to myself. What would the Bears look like? With um, Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes. That's the only thing I can think about when I see them play. What would they be? With Deshaun, with Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes. Because the Bears did pass on him years ago to get who? Mitch Trubisky. Out of all people. But Justin Fields, 1427, yards. One has that one inception. Absolutely, they couldn't do absolutely nothing towards the end zone. Was absolutely shut down. You, 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 you couldn't catch the ball. 
They got wide receivers. They have no. They have not a a, a single talented wide receiver, to, in my honestly opinion. And Justin Fields, I I don't, I don't know what to say, man. I, he continuously get hit and get. I, he continuously get hit. This organization is failed in him. That's every, that's that's nothing new. This is what I'm gonna say every single week until I see him throw over two three hundred yards. They is felting this dude. Carson Wentz, they were so scared for him to throw the ball. 99 yards out of 22 throwing and 12 completions. You tell me if that's bad or not. 99 yards. The dude is absolutely embarrassing, man. How can you become second running, second in MVP rate um, running, Years ago, to be absolutely coming, absolutely one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. It is thirty. It is thirty-some teams in the NFL. You come from two and MVP voting to damn near the bottom three. That's sad. On to the Sunday games, a, a game that I did not see going this way. New York Giants. I mean, the New York, the New York Giants defeat the Baltimore Ravens, and and, and you wonder. Why Lamar Odom didn't really sign the deal? I'm starting to think he gone. I'm starting to think he really don't want that money from them. What they offer him. Because they offer him a ton of money. The New York Giants 24-20. And Daniel Jones, I don't know why people is really believe. I believe in his team defense. Offense, I haven't seen that offensive just... That um dominance just yet. We know what Saquon Barkley can do. Um, Daniel Jones, nineteen to twenty-seven, hundred and seventy-three yards, two touchdowns. Saquon Barkley did this thing: twenty-two carries, eighty-three yards. You know that he can only get twenty um twenty-two carries, eighty-three yards. I don't I don't know what to tell. One touchdown. Lamar Jackson had a decent game to the second half. Seventeen to thirty-two, two hundred and um. 200 and um, I believe 200 yards, one touchdown and one interception. Keon Drake was the was the answer for Baltimore. If it weren't for him, they probably would have got blew out 24 to three or seven or something like that. Uh, he, Ten carries, 190, 119 yards on King. Ten carries and one touchdown. The Baltimore Ravens, their defense is absolutely horrible. If you allow the New York Giants to go down and go down the field and punch you in the mouth with a touchdown. I'm telling you, man, the culture of the Baltimore Ravens is built on the defense. And they have they haven't had no defense for the last two, three years. Awful, awful loss. Awful, awful loss. The Jacksonville Jaguars is another team that I believe they're on the what two, three game losing streak. They lose to Indy again. 34 to 27 after they just shut them out opening week. 20, uh, 34 to 27. Matt Ryan. 40, um, 42 of 58, 385 yards, three touchdowns. Um, best game so far this season. Michael Pittman, tremendous, tremendous day. 13 receptions, 134 yards receiving. Trevor Lawrence continuously um, play awful. 20 of 22, 165 yards, one touchdown. That Jacksonville defense gave up that game. They couldn't absolutely start nothing. Even though the offense of Jacksonville ran rush for 243 yards, and still come up with a, with a loss. I don't get it. 
I, I don't get it. It's not too many teams that rush for 200-plus yards and lose. That's, that's that says something very wrong with your defense. If your offense put up 243 yards and rushing and lose. We know Jacksonville has been bad for a long time. But at some point, they at least had a decent defense. Since that time, their defense not even in the top 10, 20. Nowhere every year for the last three, four years. Bottom three, bottom four, easy. But congrats to Matt Ryan. They did, he did pass Dan Marino, I believe, for the most passing yards. Um, that kudos to him, but it's nothing to be too excited for. The New England Patriots go to Cleveland and punch him in the mouth tremendously. Um, and and I and, and, and I and I and I and I was thinking of this watching the game. Cleveland Browns, they could be in a position where postseason position position if they just keep if they just keep the what well, what I'm trying to say if they just keep intact with Pittsburgh and Cincinnati and Baltimore if they win here win a couple games maybe they'd be in a good a better position to make the postseason or maybe even win a division because the NFC North right now is absolutely atrocious. Every team is up and down weekly, up and down. They'll win this week, they'll win the next two. They'll win this week, they'll lose the next two. It's, it's, it's crazy. The AFC North is the most inconsistent consistent division in the league. Um, Bailey Zapp, 24 of 34, had a tremendous game, 309 yards, two touchdowns. Stevenson added on with that 73 rushing yards and, of course, two touchdowns. Really put the game out of reach. Jacoby Brissett, 24 of 45, 266 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. This time, Nick Chubb was not nowhere to be found. 56 yards only on the ground for him. Most games... You're not gonna even score points, and this and this, you not you you know you know you won't win it. If Nick Chubb don't crack a hundred rushing yards, you're not winning. And I tell you what, man, I tell you something. Nick Chubb's is becoming one of my best running backs in the game now, right now, because he just unbelievable. I did not expect him to be this good. I did not. I will be honest, I did not expect him to be this good, but he is proving that he worth every penny he getting. The Cincinnati Bengals go to New Orleans a reunion tour, not a reunion tour, but a reunion where Joe Brill and Jamar Chase won a um, national championship as the members of LSU Tigers go to New Orleans, and they almost gave this game away. They almost gave this game away. If they didn't convert on that fourth or from... Um, Jamar Chase, believe it was a game-winning touchdown, they would have lost to absolutely one of the worst teams in the NFL. Even though people say it's tough to play in New Orleans, they offense don't score a lot of points. This time, they, 26 points is okay, but they, they, they don't have a decent offense. Let's be honest. Cincinnati win 30-26. to um, 26. 
Joe Burrow, 28 to 37, 300 yards, three touchdowns. Didn't turn the ball over. Lamar Chase. We saw the old last year Lamar Chase, offensive player of the year. Seven receptions, 132 yards, two touchdowns. Andy Dalton. It's not too many times you're going to play your former team, but when you do, you got to show out. And he did not just do that. 17 of 32, 162 yards, one touchdowns. Let's just show you, man. A, a two year, a two year guy can outplay you. Something wrong. This year, fourteen and four years. Can we all say Andy Dalton is quickly declining as a, as a, a, a starting quarterback? Let's be honest, because he's not a starter to me, personally. I think he's their best option right now. If 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 New Orleans had a decent quarterback, because we know they they defense top tier, if they had a decent quarterback, they would have won this game. That's just how that's just fan square. Easy, easy, easy win for the um, not an easy win for the um, Cincinnati Bengals, but a decent win for them. The San Francisco 49ers go to Atlanta, and man, you say wet the bed, man, they wet the entire bed. Atlanta take care of them 28 to 14. I've never seen a team get demolished like that when you already, you know, getting high praises of doing what you did last the other Monday night against the Rams, what you did to the um who they play recently. Um they they demolished the Rams. Who they play recently? Um they lost to the Denver Broncos. Then they beat Seattle. They, yeah, they beat Seattle, I believe, last week or the following week. Um, but Marcus Mariota, he's got to be one of the quarterbacks that's not good, but he just don't make mistakes to put his team in those positions to lose. 13 or 1429 yards, two touchdowns, and Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo, 29-41, didn't really, didn't, he couldn't do nothing. He couldn't do much. Um, 29-41, 296 yards, two touchdowns, one interceptions, two interceptions. The entire 49ers defense couldn't do nothing. I would say this, the entire 49ers team couldn't do nothing. They have a big task come this Sunday against the 49ers. Uh, I mean, against the um, the Chiefs. Jimmy Garoppolo is giving us reasons to under to give to give me reasons to believe. Like you know, maybe it's a reason why they believe in Trey Lance more than you. Because I promise you, if Trey Lance was healthy today, Jimmy Garoppolo won't be starting Sunday. But Atlanta take care of the San Francisco 49ers. Um, San Francisco hosts the um, Kansas City Chiefs. Super Bowl rematch. Should be a tremendous one. Um, Tampa Bay. This is a game where you kind of, it's a head scratcher for me. It really is. Because we know, we all know if you didn't know. Tom Brady have owned the Patriots, the um, Pittsburgh Steelers for the last decade or two. This Sunday, 
wasn't the case. Pittsburgh take care of them 20 to 18. Kenny Pickett, before he went out 18, um, 11 of 18, 67 yards, one touchdown, hit a concussion. Mitchell Bishke into the game. Decent game, I may say. A decent game. He had an absolute decent game. He outplayed Tom Brady that second half for sure, for sure. And he gave his team the victory as he 112 yards, 144 throwing, 144 yards throwing, and of course the touchdown. Um, they, um, Tampa Bay had momentum going into that fourth quarter, late fourth quarter, when they did convert on a two-point conversion. They almost, they all, Mr. Bisky almost cost the game with the fumble. Thank God he jumped on it. Before one of the Tampa Bay defensive players jumped on the ball, um, before he jumped on the ball, and of course when they converted that um, fourth, I mean that, that, that converted another first down, game over. It's a wrap. Tom Brady, twenty-five of forty, two hundred and forty-three yards, one touchdowns. Tampa Bay could absolutely convert on third down, four fourteen. You're not going to win most games like that. In this sense, you was close, but just imagine if two or three of those conversions was um, at least um, third down conversions were converted. And maybe you'll be looking at a probably six point, um, three six point swing. Of course, that's a victory, but they couldn't convert on that. Um, they really shut down Mike Evans. Um, got good. Um, Godwin didn't do so much, and so it's the defense. Still, his defense play absolutely tremendous. They always play against the top tier teams, but against the below average teams, I, I don't know. I just don't know. But Tom Brady, then they should have an easy one next week against the um, Carolina Panthers of all teams. I believe Pittsburgh hosts the – they are in Miami. We will be picking week seven games in just a little bit and a little later in the show. New York Giants. Out of all teams, go to Green Bay and just beat down the Green Bay Packers. 27-10, Zach Wilson didn't have a big game, but had a decent game. Didn't turn the ball over. 10 of 18, 110 yards. This Bryce Hill, I mean Bryce Hall, running back of the Jets, something special. 20 carries, 116 yards on the ground, one touchdown. Aaron Rodgers, okay game. 26-41, 240 yards, one touchdown. Green Bay couldn't convert on third down either. 4-16, you're not going to win most games like this. And we see why they only score 10 points. You're not going to win most games like this when you don't, when you can't convert on third down. And, of course, that, that New York just defense for real. Can we just give it up for um, Quentin Williams? This dude has two sacks, bro. The dude is something special. It was a couple weeks ago he was yelling at one of the coaches. Maybe that motivated him a little bit to, you know, get a little bit frustrated, get fo get focused, more motivated to get to that quarterback. And, man, he got to Aaron Rodgers Sunday quite often with a couple of hits and with two sacks. This is the first time the New York Giants, I mean, the New York Jets, went into Green Bay and beat them since 06. Almost 20 years. That's how special this team was. Hold that team to 10 points. Tremendous win, tremendous job by Rob um, Robert Salas of the New York Giants. He was on a lot of a lot of um, smoke early this season when they were starting off bad against Baltimore. Then they go to Pittsburgh and just pull off a, a, a decent victory, and they really got their momentum. Um, it's just it's just it's just good to see 
that team, as they so young and they just so competitive and they and they dogs. They are a team that I believe they will. I, I, I really do start and believe in them. They, I think they will be in the postseason at some point um, this year. Just keep tallying up some of them wins. They go to Denver next week, and that should be a very favorite game for them. Knowing how awful defense um, Denver offense is, shut down Russell Wilson in the offense. Minnesota go to Miami, beat them 24-16. Kirk Cousins, 20-30, 175 yards, two touchdowns, not nothing too not nothing too high on. It was something that I seen and I couldn't believe this. It was someone on ESPN. I don't know what I don't know why do they pay these analytics and I and analysts to say some of the dumbest stuff. There's no way Daniel Jones is better than Kirk Cousins. People are Crazy if you you are crazy if you believe Daniel Jones is more trustworthy than Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, him and his Vikings went to Miami and beat them. Like I said, Teddy Bridgewater, man, a, a, a very sad story. A very sad story. Twenty three of thirty four, two hundred and twenty nine yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Again, another team couldn't convert on third for nothing. Fourth. Of 14. And they also had time of possession. Total plays. Six sacks allowed it. That's one thing you're not going to do. You're not going to win when you lose 4 14 on third down. You're not going to win when you allow six sacks. And you damn sure not going to win when you basically outplay your opponent and you still don't win. That, I, I, I just don't understand how these teams are. They find a ways to win. It seemed like the Miami Dolphins found a ways to lose. There's no way Teddy Bridgewater played this stellar of a game besides those two picks, and they still lose. What can you expect? The Miami organization itself is embarrassing. And probably one of the worst offenses I've seen this Sunday. It was just atrocious. The Carolina Panthers get, to me, the score don't even say how bad it was. 24-10 to at the L.A. Rams. This was, as much as we know, anybody can be on a Sunday. But let's be honest. And I'm, and I'm going to say this. And I don't want nobody to take it. Wrong as is is it not being competitive or whatever? It seemed like Carolina didn't want to win. I'm I'm gonna just say this. I'm gonna just say that because this has had to be one of the worst offense I've ever seen play on a Sunday or a Monday or any day. The offense was so bad. No, let me go over it. Let me go, Matt. Let me go over this. Twenty six of twenty thirty three. Matthew Stafford. 253 yards, one touchdown, one interception that was picked off by Dante Jackson. Other Panthers pick six, easy. The defense scored before the offense, and that was the only score. But Phil Walker, if you don't know who Philip Walker is, he comes from the XFL. 10, 10, 10 of 16, six, 60 yards passing. 
This how bad it is. The L.A. Rams had more passing yards than the Carolina had total yards. That is embarrassing. Not only that, Carolina, eight, eight first downs. You tell me you travel all the way across the country to L.A., California, and you not only get outplayed when it comes to total yards, you had eight first downs and ten, two of ten on third. Man, I, I don't, I don't, I, need I say more? Need I say more? Because if, if that don't show you awful, embarrassing, a disgrace, a disaster waiting to happen, I don't know what will. I could believe, I, I, I honestly, I, I still can't believe it. Eight first downs. Eight first downs. And they just fired the coach. Uh, Mike, uh, Matt Rule, he had a three-year deal. He had a seven-year deal and got fired on a third-year deal. Well, they should have just kept him. They should have just kept him. Because how can you get any worse? The Arizona Cardinals and the Seattle Seahawks, um, Decent game at Seahawks. Geno Smith, I'm absolutely sure. I'm absolutely happy for this dude. He's really showing what seven years, five years, seven, whatever, eight years can do as a backup quarterback. 20 of 31, 197 yards. Not too big of a game, but all overall, what he's doing this season is I, I, I salute him. Um, Kyler Murray. 23 or 37, 202 yards, another team that could not convert on third down. 4-16, only 15 first down, six sacks allowed it. The Cardinals defense was okay. But the offense have to do better than nine points. You know you ain't winning in Seattle with nine points. That's just not going to happen. That crowd going to ensure you, you ain't winning there with nine, nine points. It's just not going to happen these days. Uh, but the Carolina Panthers, uh, I mean, the um, the um, Arizona Cardinals, they are really slipping. That's becoming top, below the, below top, um, the low top five. The bottom five. Let's just say that. Uh, probably one of the worst teams in the league right now. Buffalo, go to Kansas City to take care of the Kansas City Chiefs. 24-20, Josh Allen, MVP, MVP game to me. 27-40, 329 yards, three touchdowns. Stephon Diggs, what can we say, man? People talk about Dante out of the best receiver. If you're talking about the best receiver in the game, he got, Diggs got to be number two or three. Ten receptions, 148 yards. Um, 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 receiving one touchdown, he he couldn't be guarded, and they was they had a rookie on him, so you knew that was going to be a mismatch waiting to happen. That was going to be a mismatch. Kansas City have no no secondary elite, no no decent secondary, and Patrick Mahomes, man, twenty or 338 yards, two touchdowns. But what he does is he's starting to do a little bit more often. Is throwing the ball, turning the ball over. 
Two interceptions, one interception, did cost in the game. Kansas City had three sacks, but it still wasn't enough. One thing I did not like about Baltimore, uh, Buffalo, they are they love going for it on fourth down in their own territory. I don't I don't get that. I don't understand. I don't understand. As much of a big win this was, I'm not so high on it because I know they have yet to beat Kansas City in the playoff. That's what I'm waiting for. When that happened, I would be a little bit more excited, but this was just a regular game. They won last season in Kansas City. What you expect? They own Kansas City in Kansas City. But do they, they don't own them. They went there twice. They also went there twice in two postseason games, and they did not win. And this is why I feel like the Buffalo Bills is probably the favorite to win Super Bowl because of one person. That's Von Miller. He's a closer. What can you expect? And finally, um, month, um, Sunday night football, Dallas, um, Dallas and Philadelphia rivalry, it gave a new, a new, a new meaning of top of the NFC East. Pittsburgh, I mean, Philly take care of them. 26-17, Jalen Hurts continues to have an MVP stellar career. 15 um, MVP season, 15 of 2,555 yards. Two touchdowns, Miles Sanders, 71 yards on the ground. Contributes to the offense and scoring. One touchdown, Cooper Rush. Didn't have had one of his worst games so far. 18 of 38, 181 yards. One touchdown, but three interceptions. You're not going to win most games like that. They did have a decent run game, but Dallas defense let them down easy. No sacks whatsoever, but they did allow, the offensive line did allow four. And it just wasn't, it, it wasn't going to work for them. Dallas, it, they, then, then they got to understand now, where do we bring Dak Prescott back? Because you got to understand, even though you play against a, a decent Detroit Lions team next week, you know, any team can be beat. Just ask the Green Bay Packers. Ask the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Any team can be beat. Still can't believe the Broncos beat the 49ers. That's just something I just can't get over. As much as it is, I just can't. How did the Broncos beat the 49ers? <laughs> but over we're going to transition over to college football. Man, we have some interesting games this past um, Saturday. Um, Minnesota, um, go to Minnesota, um, Illinois and lose. Come to Illinois and lose. I can say go to because I'm in Illinois. 14 to 20, uh, Illinois, um, fire in the line 26 to 14 to Minnesota. Um, Gophers, Iowa State lose to Texas 24-21. Auburn lose a close one against Ole Miss 48 to 34. Um, Oklahoma take care of Kansas 42 52 to 42. Penn State is no people was really picking Penn State to upset Michigan Wolverines. I didn't see it happening. 41 of 17. Michigan um over um Penn State fighting um Nittany Lions. NC State lose tremendously. Only field goals um against Syracuse Orange. Ohio, Oklahoma State, man. They dropped a big a big one in um, TCU as they win 40. TCU defeat them 43 to 40 in two overtime. Thriller. Overtime thriller. Tremendous game, man. 
Tremendous game. Um, Kentucky take care of Mississippi State, 27-17. Clemson beat Florida State, um, 34-28. Um, USC lose to Utah. They definitely needed that win, 43-42. And, of course, Georgia shut out Vanderbilt, 55-0. But the game, of the, the game of the year, man. You say game of the week. I say game of the year. The Tennessee Volunteers take care of the Alabama Crimson Tide. I was kind of excited. I was really excited because I kind of felt like, and I absolutely watched the entire game when Alabama was losing bad, man. Ooh, I believe it was like 21, 28, the 10, 28, 14. And Alabama came storming back. It was now I will say this. It was some calls from both teams on both sides of the uh, football. Both teams. That was kind of questions to me personally. It was kind of question marks. Like, I don't know if they should have called that. I don't know if they should have called it because Alabama did they dominated in that second half, especially the full late in that fourth quarter. And Tennessee got the ball back with, with, I believe, like 10 seconds. They drove downfield and field goal kick. It was it was bananas. It was amazing to watch. But then I realized Alabama always find a way to get into the college football playoff. And when they do, they either win the whole thing or they lose in the national championship. I'm just telling you, man, it's not Alabama is going to be in a – College football playoff, man, as much as we think not, even though they number six, well, they number um three. Let me see what they ranking at now. They number, they number, they was number one last week. Now they number three. No, I don't think this is it right here. Let me see where they ranked at. Alabama is number six. Tennessee, Tennessee is number three. Oklahoma, Ohio State, number two. Even though they didn't play, I don't know how they number two. They didn't even play this week, weekend, this past weekend. Georgia, number one. And of course, Michigan, number four. Clemson, then Alabama, Ole Miss, TCU, UCLA, Oregon. And of course, USC dropped all the way from six to 12. So this just goes to show you, man, when you lose. You drop, but I believe Alabama at some point they go. If they win out their games, if one of these top four, top five teams lose one game, Alabama gonna be in that top four. I just see how they're gonna go. I, I already see how it's gonna go because you gotta understand, Clemson can lose. Clemson can lose, but and 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 they probably next couple of games they gotta they really don't have um, nobody to really worry about. To me, Tennessee. Mm, Georgia, I don't see with Georgia repeating champs. I don't see that one. To me personally, I only can see Ohio State and Michigan winning it all. If not Alabama, if Alabama in the top four, you gotta like you know it's the bias stuff, it's the favoritism. Yeah, it's it's every year. Alabama having not missed the t- having not missed the college football playoffs since it, it was invented. What seven eight years ago? So just to just just for all the people that's really even though they lost a good game, 
but they lost. The, it's, I don't think it's just over though, because I think if they win, if they win the remainder of their games, they have a tough task this Sunday. I mean, this Saturday against Mississippi State. They have a tough t- if Mississippi State beat them. Alabama will be not in the college football playoff for the first time since they have entered. Y'all already know what time it is. Time for this day, sports history. In 1953, Willie Thor became the very first black NFL quarterback in the modern times. In 1968, U.S. Olympic Committee suspends Tommy Smith and John Carlos for giving the Black Power salute to protect racism and injustice against African Americans during the Olympic medal ceremony. In 1974, Chicago Bulls great Nate Thurman became the very first in the NBA to complete a quadruple double with 22 points, 14 rebounds, 13 assists, and 12 blocks. And finally, in 1992, the very first non-American team to win a rare series as the Toronto Blue Jays defeat the Atlanta Braves 5-4 at Atlanta 14 County Stadium. That was this day in sports history. Ladies and gentlemen, that was this day in sports history. Last night, NHL action, the Anaheim Ducks went to New York, the Madison Square Garden, and lose by two to the New York Rangers, 6-4. The Phoenix, the Phoenix Coyotes take care of the Toronto Maple Leafs, 4-2. A thrilling matchup in Montreal at the Bell Center. Um, Montreal Canadiens take care of the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. In overtime, uh, final score, 3-2. Vancouver Canucks go to Washington and lose to the Capitals, 6-4. The LA Kings take care of Detroit in overtime fashion, 5-4. Florida um, Panthers um, lose by 2, 5-3 against the Boston Bruins. And the Champs win the Minnesota, take care of them, 6-3 um, against the Minnesota Wild. And the Winnipeg Jets lose to the Dallas Stars, 4-1. And finally, the Colorado Hurricane take care of the three-year team of the Seattle Kraken, 5-1. Tonight's NHL games... Another, it's a double-double for the Ducks. They are in New Jersey to play the Devils. The Philadelphia Flyers are in Tampa Bay to play the former two-time Stanley Cup champs, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Vancouver Canucks are in Columbus to play the Blue Jackets. Boston go to uh, north of Canada to Ottawa. Ottawa play the Senators. San Jose Sharks are in New York to play the Islanders. Buffalo is in Edmonton as well to play the Oilers. The Las Vegas Golden Knights are in Calvary to play the fans. L.A. Kings are in Nashville to play the um, Predators. Tomorrow night, Philly in Florida as they have a double-double tonight and tomorrow against the Florida Panthers. Winnipeg just go to Colorado. Should be a very tremendous game. And the St. Louis Blues go to Seattle to play the Crankers. Now, who will win the Stanley Cup for next season? I have three teams. Number three, you all you can't count out Tampa Bay. They all they always a good team. Plus they have a good coach. I believe his name is Brad, Brad Cooper or something like that. I believe his name. Tell me, let me look that up. Um, um, I believe his name is Cooper. 
Um, um I believe the coach is um, coach. John Cooper, that's what it was. John Cooper, very tremendous, um, very tremendous player, tremendous career. I believe Tampa Bay is number three. Number two, I will probably pick um, the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. They're not having a good season so far. They're not well. They're not starting out for good for them as uh, right now. Um, they just lost to the Phoenix Coyote, and we all, if you know hockey, you know Phoenix Coyote is a bad team. Been a bad team for a couple of decades. Toronto Maple Leafs may turn it around. I'm hoping they turn it around because can you just only imagine what it will be, what what it would mean to win a stand for that city to win a Stanley Cup for that for that for that team, man. We already know what the one of the great players did um last season. Last last um last season in the um What's the what's the player name? Austin um Austin Matthews. We know what he did last season. Man, tremendous, tremendous should be a tremendous team. Um, this season, I'm really pushing for them to win it. But man, I, I really think honestly, my personal opinion, I think Colorado repeats. I we know repeat is is in in hockey. It don't happen often, but it have been happening recently, especially with Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay close. But it was close to winning three straight. And they was the, the first team, I believe, since the late 60s, since the um, Montreal Canadiens to win three straight. And so I know it was the Oilers in the 80s. And, I mean, no, not the Oilers, the Islanders in the 80s. Oh, trust and believe me, I know my NHL history. Just in case y'all didn't know. But they could have won three in a row. But I personally believe Colorado is the same team they was last year. It's all about execution and injuries. If they can stay healthy throughout the postseason, have a decent season, because we know in hockey, home home field advantage don't mean nothing. Really, It really don't. Because we've seen some teams that went on the road. Stanley Cup at it, we say. Stanley Cup on the road. The Blackhawks did it twice. I believe they did. Yeah, they did it twice. Um, Pittsburgh did it in, um, when they beat Detroit. The um, Boston Bruins did it. Like, it just happens. It happens. And just like we saw this past um, June, Colorado Avalanche won on the road in Tampa. So, I really think they're going to repeat. I really do. That's what I really think is going to happen. And MLB, before we get to the NLDS, AL, the, um, the American League Divisional Series is not just over. Still have a game tonight. It should have been played last night, but it was a postponed due to rain in New York City. Winner move on to play Houston Astros. Houston Astros. That should be a tremendous hitter. Can you just only imagine if you if you can only imagine what the New York Yankees have to do? They have to play today and tomorrow. So when if they win tonight, they got to travel to Houston. So if y'all looking for them to win game one, don't expect them to win game one. Cause you just only imagine. Cause Houston is just chilling and resting. And every year they have a good season. Is it goes to show you, Dusty Baker is a hell of a manager, man. He really is a hell of a manager. They lost a lot of key players. Um, uh, 
I keep forgetting his damn name. Um, Corrala, Corrali, whatever his name is, the one that was the one in Minnesota now. Um, they lost him. They lost a good coach and um, they recent manager. Um, and everybody was high praising him and the players. Baseball is all about managing the game, and nobody does that right now, in my honest opinion, than Dusty Baker. Can you only imagine what he does? NL, have you ever seen a season where two favorites was knocked out on the same day? Well, now you can now say that because Atlanta Braves got knocked out by Philly last Saturday, and of course the L.A. Dodgers got knocked out against the San Diego uh, Padres last Saturday on the same day. I did not expect the Philly, um, Philly, Philadelphia Phillies to take care of Atlanta like that. I did not expect that. Three games to one. One on the road and went back home and closed it out. It's just unbelievable. L.A. Dodgers won over 100 games. Sometimes 100 games just... just, I'm I'm telling you, man. It's just something special to see a team do so damn good in a season and lose in a postseason. That's crazy. That's why I love baseball. I love the new new format, but honestly, instead of teams resting... Some of these teams need in between games. I've looked at the schedule of the NLN and AL's um, championship series, and they play. They only get uh, uh, what two game, two days out of the entire seven games of rest. Like I don't believe in that. I really don't. I think it should probably be best um, if they just have the one wild card game. I don't think it needs to be a best of three. I'm sorry. I don't I don't think so. Because if that's the case, um need to lure the best of seven to the best of five into the World Series because and this like just like tonight when San Diego when when the Phillies host San Diego should be a tremendous matchup. I see it, it's a toss up right now between Philly and um um Philly and San Diego who's win who will win and not win. But they play tonight, they play tomorrow, then they get a two-day break off, go to Philly, play on the 21st, 22nd, 23rd, 24th, and 25th. And in between those six games, well, five games, they have not one day off. So they traveling. Now, the difference is East Coast, West Coast, time zone. That's the only difference. But it only benefits the home team, if you ask me. It really do. So, that said, tonight, the Cleveland Guardians, New York Yankees, I, I can't stand, I, I hate saying Cleveland Guardians. I really do. I, I'm going to tell you right now, I really hate it. Um, New York Yankees, um, the winner move on to Houston. Who's real series is the of course we all know the Yankees is favorite to win. We all know this. They are very favorite to win. No matter what Houston have done with their season, I believe the Yankees, because they everybody is so they expectations are so high for the Yankees. Everybody gonna pick the Yankees to win because they're the Yankees. I'm not picking them to win. I'm going right at the hot hand. I'm going I, I, right now. 
I'm pushing for San Diego to win it all. Cause that can you only imagine if that fan base win a World Series? Cause they haven't done nothing in their history of sports. Can you only imagine if they win the World Series? It would be it would be it would be excited time. It would be a definitely excited time in um San Diego. I can tell you that. But we shall see tonight. Um San Diego host the uh, Phillies should be a tremendous game. Um and of course Cleveland and New York. The winner play Houston tomorrow. The winner, not the only that. The winner got a Get on a flight with no rest and fly to Houston. College football this weekend, Tennessee uh, Martin go to Tennessee to play the Volunteers. That, that, that statement going to be electric. Knowing that they used to pull off the, one of the biggest games of the year, that Tennessee stadium will be electric. Cincinnati, go to SMU, um, play the SMU, Cincinnati Bearcats, 21-ranked Cincinnati Bearcats. I will go to Iowa State and play the uh, Buckeyes. Just expect a blowout, please. Can we just say that? Because I trust and believe me, Ohio State wants that number one. If they blow Iowa out, they, they deserve the number one. Um, Ole Miss, go to LSU to play the Tigers. Should be a tremendous game. Texas, Oklahoma State. Te- Oklahoma State cannot lose this game. Because you don't want to drop out of the top. You don't want to drop out of. You already out of the top ten. You don't want to. Drop a little bit further to top top twenty between ten to twenty. You don't want to do that. Syracuse host um Syracuse go to Clemson host the uh, Clemson Tigers. The UCLA Bruins go to Oregon to play the Oregon Ducks. Should be a tremendous game. Minnesota and Penn State. Who cares about that one? The game of the day to me is got to be Mississippi State Alabama. Can you just again? Can you only imagine? Mississippi State pull off an upset. Cause let's let's be honest. In the history of Mississippi, Texas AM, Auburn, whoever, they have a history of beating Alabama in Alabama. Google it if you don't believe me. Kansas State and TCU. TCU should definitely win this game easy. Should be it should it should be an easy win for TCU. Let's, they just came off a, a a tremendous win against the um, Oklahoma State Cowboys. TCU is going to dominate Kansas State. Let's expect that tonight. NBA action is, is is back, y'all. NBA is back. I'm so excited to see what the Lakers do. I'm so excited to see what they do. But let me tell you right now, they do not deserve to be on opening night. I'm sorry to all the LA fans. I don't care. They do not deserve to be on open tonight. You is showcasing four teams on open tonight, and one of those teams didn't make the postseason last year. They didn't even make the play-in tr- tournament. And it's just, it's just really a shame that we have to see the L.A. Lakers. We know LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Westbrook. Who gives a damn? They didn't even make the postseason last year. Do you, do you think they deserve to be on open tonight? It's okay, but because I think Golden State gonna blow them out anyway. I just expect that. I just expecting that. Just like they do everybody opening night, they blow them out. Trust and believe me, the game will be over before fourth quarter, at least by 10, 15, 20, maybe thirty. Cause LA had no offense. If it ain't if it ain't LeBron, AD, they don't have no offense. Expect the blowout. I know y'all ain't, don't want to see it. 
But I expect a blowout. And another matchup is the Philadelphia 76 and the Boston Celtics. Tell you this right now. Boston Celtics, even though they have a they have a um interim coach um in Joe Missoula, they still gonna be a team to be reckoned with. The finals, no, no way. They still gonna be very competitive and do their thing without um Umi Adoka. But getting to the finals is another question. Tomorrow's opening, another opening, tremendous day of opening games in the NBA. Orlando Magic go to Detroit to play the Pistons. Washington uh, Wizards and the United Pacers. The Cleveland Cavaliers and Toronto Raptors. That's the game I really want to watch. I'm really looking forward to that game. Um, Chicago and Miami. Another match I'm looking forward to. New Orleans and Brooklyn. Can you just only imagine if Brooklyn lose to New Orleans? Zion Williams and C.J. McCollum and Brandon Ingram, the team that they really was trying to get a deal for KD. Can you imagine the Brooklyn lose to them? Houston and Atlanta, New York, um, the New York Knicks and the Memphis Grizzlies, Oklahoma City Thunder and the Minnesota Timberwolves should be a tremendous game. Charlotte Hornets go to San Antonio to play the Spurs. Jamal Murray, come back. Against a, a horrible Utah team, as the Denver Nuggets host the host the Utah Denver Nuggets go to Utah to play the Jazz. The game of the week, I'm looking forward to this one. Dallas Mavericks go back to Phoenix where they annihilated the Suns in Game Seven of the um, semifinals last season. Can you only imagine what that building, what it will feel like in that building come tomorrow night? I would definitely be watching that one. And, of course, Damian Litter. Another season where you kind of, like, have questions of, do he want to win? Do he want to, he want the money? Do he just enjoy not winning? Because at some point, man, you got to want to win. That's the only thing that really you remember by. As being a winner or being a loser. Definitely, the Portland Trailblazers play. They go to Sacramento to play the Kings. NFL picks, finally. NFL Week 17 kickoff Thursday night as the New Orleans Saints go to Arizona to play the Cardinals. Now, we already know New Orleans have no offense whatsoever. No quarterback. No decent quarterback, not even a decent quarterback. So, can you honestly expect them to win? I don't expect them. I'm going with the Arizona Cardinals. Sunday matchups Green Bay and Washington, the Commanders. Can you imagine the Commanders beating them? So do I. I don't. Green Bay Packers win easy. Cleveland Browns and Baltimore. If it's one thing Cleveland have shown us, the last two weeks is they throw the ball over. They turn the ball over. I'm not picking them to win this game. Neither. I will go with the Baltimore Ravens to defeat them. Tampa Bay and Carolina. The worst offense I've seen on a Sunday was Carolina Panthers. I wouldn't be surprised if they score zero. I won't be surprised. Tampa Bay easy. Atlanta Falcons and Cincinnati Bengals. Atlanta going on the road yet again where last time they was on the road, they almost put off a, 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 a tremendous comeback 
against the Rams. Would they try to come back in Cincinnati? I don't see it happen. I just think they have too much explosive on offense with Jamar, Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. And um, t- um, t- um, I forgot his name. Tix, Hicks, whatever his name is. I think they have too much explosive on offense. I think Cincinnati will tear them up to pieces, honestly. The Detroit Lions go to Dallas to play the Cowboys. As good as I love Detroit, they're coming off a bye. That's one team you don't want to play right now is the Dallas Cowboys. Coming off a loss, well, people were expecting them to win. I don't see it happening. I go to Dallas. Dallas Cowboys bounce back from last week. New York Giants go to um, Jacksonville. New York Giants win by 10 at least. Indianapolis Colts go to Tennessee. Expect Derrick Henry to run all over this defense. Tennessee, easy. Houston, another team coming off a bat, and the Vegas coming off a bat. Las Vegas will demolish. They will destroy the Houston Texans. The New York Jets go to Denver to play the Broncos. Russell Wilson, one of the worst years of his luxurious career. Do you see Russell Wilson beating, um, beating the New York Jets defense? No. It's not to me. I think New York just get by, just slightly get by the Denver Broncos. Kansas City and San Francisco, another tremendous game. I'm looking to see, man, but I just have to go with, um, I have to go with the 49ers, man. They are an embarrassing way to go out last Sunday against the Atlanta Falcons, man. I think they bounce back against Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs, defense, I don't know. Debo Samuels is going to be ready to play. Trust and believe me that. And the Sunday Night Football, Pittsburgh Steelers go to Miami. The Sunshine State um, the, and play the Miami Dolphins. I don't see Philly doing, I don't see Pittsburgh doing too much. If Kenny Pickett, if Kenny Pickett play, they have a chance. If he don't, they don't have a chance. As simple as that. I will go with Miami Dolphins easy, no matter who play, to be honest. And, of course, to cap off the week seven matchup, Monday Night Football, Chicago Bears and the New England Patriots. Oh, Lord. I'm going to go with the Patriots. I just think Chicago Bears have no offense. They have not one person you scared to play, one person they fear. They have not one person you can fear on offense. Nobody. Only person that they really can do a little something-something is the Montgomery. That's it. That's all. That's it. That's all. But y'all know what time it is. Oh, before, the bad. Buffalo's on a bad. The L.A. Rams on a bad. Must need a bad. Minnesota and, of course, Philly. Y'all know what time it is. Best and worst of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, before we close the episode 95 of Sports Talk Marcel, we're going to go over the best and worst of the week. What I've seen, what, what worst thing I've seen this week was Robbie Anderson, wide receiver of the Carolina Panthers, get ejected by his own team and get traded the next, the next day to the Arizona Cardinals. Man, what can I say? To argue with your coach and you get traded the next day have to be one of the worst, craziest things you can ever do as an NFL player. The best, of course, Tennessee Volunteers, upset of the year, beat the Alabama Crimson Tide. They are the number three team in the country now. 
They beat them and took their rank. Ain't that something? That will do it for this episode of Sports Talk. Marcel, thank you all for joining me for another great episode. I will be back next week for number episode 96 as we get closer to 100 beautiful episodes. As always, you guys have a tremendous week weekend, and I will see you next week. As always, be good, be great, and be blessed. See you.